Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that everyone is having a fantastic day. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about mentally healthy during the holidays and today, Thursday, we are going to be specifically speaking on don't isolate yourself. But before we jump into the episode, again, happy Thursday. I hope that you're having a really great day despite whether your day is just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. If you're having a tough day or you're just having a day where you'd really like to separate um, the first part of it from the rest of it, I encourage you to do the five-minute reset, which allows you to um, take five minutes to be by yourself and then reset, reboot, and restart your day right then and there. It also allows you to take a break from any issues, problems, or burdens that you are uh, currently, well, currently dealing with. Um, Also, it just allows you to draw a line in the sand right then and there to separate the first part of your day from the rest of your day so you can actually um, feel positive, feel productive, feel like the rest of the day was so much better and just kind of forget that the other part happened unless there was a lesson to be learned there. Um, The five minute reset also allows you to take the time to come up with a resolution for any problems that you're dealing with whether that be alone or with other people. Also, I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big things, small things, medium-sized things. It's just important to come up with something, and you can literally be grateful for anything, which is why the list is never-ending. You can be grateful that maybe um, you had some extra time after work today to accomplish some projects that you've gotten behind on. Maybe you're grateful that you're actually going to go to bed on time or maybe a little bit earlier than normal. Maybe you are grateful that you didn't have to take that much garbage out this week because, you know, you didn't really have people over and you didn't really waste that much and, uh, yeah, you were just more conservative with what you bought and what you needed to throw away. Um, I literally said anything. Um, Or you can just be grateful that, you know, the holiday season is in full swing and that is fantastic to you and you really, really, truly enjoy that. That is definitely one of the things that I am grateful for, but you can literally be grateful for anything. Um, And then last but not least, before you finish your five minute reset, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully you'll be able to reflect back on that list of four things that you're grateful for and realize all the wonderful positive things happening in your life, despite what you may be currently going through. However, I do hope that you're having a really great day. Like I said at the top of the show, we are talking about mentally healthy during the holidays this week. And today, specifically Thursday, we are going to be talking about don't isolate yourself. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. So let me preface this with saying the opposite of what I'm going to be talking about. It is okay to be alone, to have some time to yourself, to take some time away from people when you need to have those breaks and reprieves. Like it's totally fine. Everyone deserves to have their alone time and you know, I'm not saying that you're necessarily your alone time will be days on weeks on months on end. Um, but you know, it could just be like a couple hours to a day. Sometimes things can be more overwhelming for other people, depending upon what, where you are on that scale of socialization and, um, and whether you do struggle with social anxiety and stuff like that. So it's totally fine. And if this is the decision you decide to make, don't let anyone make you feel guilty about it because if it's something you need 
then fulfill that need. So if you need some time alone to just sit back, read a book, take a bath, go for a run, um, binge watch some shows, that's fine. Go shopping on your own. I love shopping on my own. Um, I don't mind shopping with other people either, but I like shopping on my own because then I just get to like go to the stores as much as I want and I whatever store I want and I get to spend as much time as I want literally um, obsessing over something and then moving on to the next thing without feeling like I'm on the clock for other people, you know what I mean? So it's totally fine to make that decision. And sometimes it's okay to sit in your sadness, be alone and really feel those feelings. It can also give you a chance to explore why you're feeling this way and what you need to do next to recover from that state of mind. Um, Because I just really wanted to put all this up front when I was talking about this episode because I want you to know that sadness is not a bad thing. I feel like a lot of people label um, any emotion other than feeling happy as something that is super negative, as something that needs to... Um, you know, put shame on when that's not the case. I think it's perfectly healthy and natural to experience a range of emotions. And I know that not everyone will deal with that well. And when I mean other people, I mean the people in your life that have to see you go through these emotions. I personally struggle with this in my life. It can be hard for some people to really understand that, yeah, there are times where I'll be sad and then happy and then sad and depressed and sad and ecstatic and having the best day ever. You know, it's just natural though. And not everyone is as comfortable with their feelings as you may be expressing them, understanding them, knowing that it's okay to express them um, and share them with the world. A lot of people feel like emotions should be kept private and not shared with anyone, um, which I find really, really sad and confusing how people will grow up to feel that way. But it's true. It happens and just depends on your environment and how you were influenced in regards to emotions. So yes, it's fine. It's fine to sit in your sadness and really figure out why you're feeling this way, what has triggered it, what is, where do you see it leading you if you continue down on this path and what you can do to start working on moving on from it. Um, But, but it's when you start doing this all the time, when you start isolating all the time, no longer making time to be with others and stop engaging with your friends and family is when it becomes trouble. When you find yourself on day 17 of not responding to anyone's text messages, not calling anyone back, not even responding to an email, people come to your door, they knock, you hide. And I'm not saying any of this to shame anyone, just so you know. And I I think that's a common thing for me. Like anytime I talk about specific examples and scenarios, just know. I am not here to shame because a lot of times these are things that I have engaged in as well. So I understand the struggle. Um, But yeah, it's like when you just take it to a, a place where you're just not responding to anyone, despite how diligent someone might be to get in touch with you because they are concerned about you. They care about you. They miss you. Um, This has happened to me before in the past where I have a good friend of mine that, um, will always be the first person that reaches out because I will tend to just be radio silence. And it's not that I don't care. You know, maybe you'll resonate with this. Uh, It's not that I don't care. And it's not that I'm not thinking about them. A lot of times I will be thinking about people so much and wishing that I could just get the courage and the mindset and the strength to 
pick up my phone, even though I'm already on my phone, even though I'm already like scrolling through Instagram and TikTok, but to have the courage to put my emotions on the line with telling them, hey, I miss you. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, I am okay, right? But it can be really hard. It can be super easy to express our own emotions about what we're feeling in the moment, but having to share emotions on how we feel about some other someone else can be really tough. There is definitely a time with another friend where they literally just called me out. They're like, you know, I just want to make sure you weren't dead because I've been trying to text you and you won't text me back or I saw that you left me on red, which I understand can be tough. And I typically do that to people. Um, I'm trying really hard not to, but it's because I will read a text message and I'm not ready to respond at that moment because I'm feeling very emotional or, you know, hyper, I'm just hyper aware of how I'm feeling and how I don't, um, want to say the wrong thing because I am also a people pleaser, a perfectionist, but also I have um, because in the times that I will respond back right away because I just know myself enough to, if I don't do it now, I won't ever do it and I need to respond to these people that I say that I care about. Um, I've been labeled as the person that texts back like a boy because it will be like short, frank, and to the point. And a lot of times I feel like that's just necessary and the best way to correspond via text because then things don't get, um, things don't get mixed up, right? Because a lot of times people will read into things that they shouldn't. I just want to be very clear, concise, easy peasy, like straightforward. So anyway, I understand if you struggle with this, believe me, I struggle with it too. I still struggle with it. I have problems. Um, and it's definitely not that problem of just not ever checking my phone and wanting to text back like some other people that I do know. Um, it's literally like me thinking over 10 different ways to say, hi, how are you? And just becoming paralyzed in that, in those feelings and just not doing it ever. And then people getting concerned or think that you don't care about them when it's actually the opposite. You want to tell them how much you miss them and care for them and want to spend time with them, but it's uncomfortable and tough to get those emotions out. So, you know, and I just want you to know that if you are struggling with this, which I know a lot of people are, especially during this time of the year where, especially with the worldwide pandemic, things have changed. Sometimes we are just wanting to isolate because everything is just too much or not as it used to be or as it was. You know, things have changed and that causes us to really get into our feels. Um, but yeah, it's just purposely, purposely isolating yourself. You know, despite what the issues are you are struggling with, Avoiding or trying to muddle through isolation shouldn't always be the answer or choice Um, because if you are constantly making that choice, it will get you in trouble. And a lot of times, you know, when people are feeling sad and depressed or even lonely, as strange as it sounds, you know, people will feel lonely and will isolate. Um, They tend not to feel motivated to leave their home or just really desire to stay home by themselves. Like that is definitely a very good um, definition kind of, of like wanting to isolate and what is causing that. Um, And the reasons um, for 
wanting to isolate aren't only due to sadness or depression, but also can be due to feeling unworthy of spending time with others, um, feeling like a burden to others, or just unsure of how to really connect with other people, um, which can be connected to social anxiety. And I totally understand that one. I would, there's been many times where I've chosen to just stay home and isolate as opposed to go out and be in crowds and groups of people because it's just easier to be at home, right? You don't have to figure out what social norms you need to um, abide by. You don't have to figure out what you're going to talk about. You don't have to be anxious about carrying a conversation or being the person that you need to be for that group, for that community, for that person. Um, it takes a lot of mindset and it takes a lot of brain power and it's so exhausting a lot of the time. So it's important to understand that, yeah, it's not just sadness and depression that would cause you to isolate, but also just the un- feeling unworthy and feeling like a burden and feeling like you just don't know how to do the groups, how to do the people. And, you know, negative thoughts and low self-esteem can also really be a factor here that plays in. And sometimes it's the negative thoughts that start the process of thinking we need to isolate ourselves because of our low self-esteem and low sense of worth. Um, And those definitely can be the precursors that like plant that seed inside your mind. You know, let's say you're invited to a party and, you know, probably like pre-COVID times, especially during the holiday time. And you think about, well, that sounds fun. But then there's this like small seed of negativity and doubt of like, well, but what are you going to even wear? You're probably not even going to fit in. What are you going to say? You're probably going to choke up and be awkward and not know how to carry a conversation. And then those um, feelings and emotions can just grow so quickly, you know, just so quickly. And then you talk yourself out of going and feeling like you even should should have been invited. And then you just are just upset and sad and depressed and confused and overwhelmed with the whole thing and you decide that it's just not for you. And um, yeah, and it's it can be so tough. I get it. If you're struggling with this, I understand. I understand how sucky this can be. Um, but I'm here to tell you that those negative thoughts need to be recognized as lies rooted in fear, self-doubt, and low self-esteem. So let me tell you that again. Those negative thoughts need to be recognized as lies, you know, bold-faced lies, rooted in fear, self-doubt, and low self-esteem. Obviously, if you sit in those feelings long enough, it will prevent you from engaging, participating, or pursuing anything of meaning or desire, you know, because just like the party, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit in these feelings of feeling like I don't belong, feeling like I won't know what to do, I will be so confused and awkward that I'm just not going to go. I'm just not going to go. So you don't go to the party, um, even though you think at first it's going to be fun, but then you come up with all these reasons and explanations on why you will fail at the situation and it's really it's the fear it's the self-doubt it's the low self-esteem creeping in telling you all these false um thoughts and mindsets and trying to make you all confused and causing you to choose not to go but you need to fight back on these negative thoughts and flip the script by telling yourself the opposite 
you know, give yourself positive encouragement, acknowledge how worthy you are and how much others appreciate you too and your presence. So if you're thinking, wow, I am going to really mess up the conversation, but flip it and be like, you know what? I probably will have something really cool and fun to say and add to the conversation. And maybe it's something that they'd never heard before. And that will be really special. Or if you think that, wow, they probably just invited me because, you know, they felt bad for me. But then you can flip it and be like, you know what? They probably invited me because they haven't seen me in a while. It'll be really good to actually get to know me better and um, and just have like fun conversations with me. That's how I feel, you know? And then, you know, when you feel like, oh, I'm not even worthy of their time. You're like, why are they even wanting to engage with me? And you're like, but, you know, maybe they find me interesting. Maybe they really like me around. Again, they want to get to know me better. You know, you have to flip the script and like acknowledge that those negative thoughts are lies. You need to tell yourself positive so that you will understand that you are worthy of their time. You are worthy of the invite. You will be able to have a conversation that is engaging and important and not, um, it could still be awkward, um, but it could just be like fun, cool, comforting, awkward, not like awkward embarrassing right so um but yeah you just need to do that give yourself positive encouragement and acknowledge who you are and what you're actually truly about um and here are some quick tips i'm just going to share with you three tip two three quick tips to stop isolating yourself so much so tip number one is to admit to others you are isolating yourself so I know, as I spoke about before, it can be really tough to get out of the habit of isolating yourself, especially if all these negative thoughts are continually plaguing you. However, I think that it's important for you to share with those people that are continually reaching out to you, or maybe they were reaching out to you and are no longer because they've kind of given up, you know, Um, just let them know, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Just like be honest. I, I'm sorry. I haven't responded to your text. I've just been having a really hard time. I've been dealing with this, that, and the other. If you are wanting to share that with them. And I do miss you and I appreciate you getting in touch with me and I will try to be better about getting back in with you. Or you can give them a date like, hey, I'm still going through it. Can we check back in in a couple of days? So I think just being really open and honest, people will understand where you're at. Maybe some people won't, but that's just the way of the world. But I feel like a lot of people will understand where you're, where you're at, what you're struggling with, or at least understand and appreciate that you are being honest with them and letting them know that you're currently going through it and that and that you need some time to recoup and um, just get back into the swing of things and slowly become back to like your normal self. So, and that's fine. I just encourage you to admit to other people, especially the people that are taking the time to reach out, to care for you and to try to be there for you in your time of need. Tip number two is to step out and do something that might seem hard and uncomfortable. So like with the party situation, if you're continually, your mind is continually clouded with all these negative um, thoughts and assumptions about yourself and you're trying to, you know, feed in some positive thoughts and it's becoming very difficult, then sometimes you just need to really step out in your courage and kind of blind faith that you can go to this party and it will be fine and you'll just have to wait and see. You'll have to just go through the uncomfortable thing and know and believe that it will turn out really, really well. And that's all you can do. And sometimes you really just have to step out and do uncomfortable things and know that it will be worth it in the end. Sometimes it won't. You know, I'm not saying everything is perfect and works out, 
but sometimes it does and a lot of times it does and you won't really know until you try and you won't really learn anything unless you are exposing yourself to new experiences and opportunities on the regular. So I encourage you to step out and do something that might be hard and un- and uncomfortable, but it'll really help you step outside your comfort zone and, you know, strengthen your courage and, you know, kind of... Um, push back some fear and self-doubt and low self-esteem and you'll just become a stronger person overall and continually becoming your best self like I always talk about. Tip number three and the last tip I'm going to share with you today is ask someone you trust to help which is always an option. So let's say that you have someone that you are communicating with as even if it's little a little bit here and there if they happen to be part of your support system because if you do struggle with several mental um, health issues, um, even if something as small as just like, you know, um, or everyday work stress, like it's nice to have people that are in that inner circle of people that are in your quote unquote support group that you are, have already had that discussion to openly speak with them about what you're going through, what you're struggling with, and maybe if they are able to do anything to assist you in those struggles and battles. But um, I would encourage you to ask someone you trust to help them, help you, ask them to come over and, you know, maybe help encourage you to get out of the house, to change out of your pajamas, to actually shower, you know, actually get ready for the day, open the curtains, get some fresh air and not sit around and watch TV shows or movies all day long. And these are real problems. These are real issues. These are real examples. And you have to have the courage to do that. You have to call them. And like, yes, I feel like in the beginning and then there are other people that are persistent that will continue to reach out to you and figure out and offer their help and figure out what they can do for you and how they can help you. But then there's going to be a lot of people that don't. And if you encounter more people that aren't, it's because they feel like they already did their due diligence and that you weren't responding and maybe you didn't want help. And honestly, you cannot help people that aren't that don't want help and aren't ready to help themselves. So a lot of people have that mindset and they just took a step back and they're just waiting for you. So sometimes you might need to engage first and be like, hey, you know, I know I've been ignoring you or I've been doing going through the struggle, but it really helped me if you could give me a call, text me, come over. Can you help me figure out what I should do, how I should move forward, how I should get and shake out of this negative mindset and become more like I was before. So I encourage you to seek out someone that you trust, someone you can talk things through with, someone that can help you, you know, um, tap into that inner strength to know that you are worthy, that you're amazing, and that you're not a burden, and that you can do this. You can do hard things. You can do things that make you struggle. You can do things that will bring up triggers and uh, reactionary emotions, but you can do it. You can do it. Well, that's all I have to share with you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday. Please check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or send me an email for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, hello to me. I would love it. Again, thank you so much for downloading, listening, sharing with your friends. I really appreciate it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hope that one day this is like part of my full-time job is just to record episodes for you guys, do research, talk about topics that you want, you know, really build a community that wants to give me their feedback and I can supply them with the information that you want. So, 
So anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Um, also preview for Friday's episode is I will be talking about acknowledging your feelings to wrap up the uh, mentally healthy during the holidays topic. But until then, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.